Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! All right, Al. I've got one for you. I know how much you liked when I put you on the spot about your home improvement question last segment, so I'm going to do it again. You ready? <laughs> you yep. ready for another one? I, you you can't – the answer to this question I'm about to ask you can't be, well, I'm moving him back to San Diego, okay? That can't okay. be your answer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you own the Chargers for the next 10 seconds. Okay. you firing Brandon Staley or not? I would give him one more year. <laughs> with, with an instruction sheet on when not to go for it and when nope. to go for it? Nope. I want the organization to fail, so I'm going to keep him there. <laughs> I knew I knew we'd get back to it at some point. That I this is the system. <laughs> this is you ultimately wanting the Chargers to, uh, you know, <laughs> disintegrate and return to San Diego. But you would you'd let him stay just to just to torpedo the organization, or you think he deserves more time? Um, actually, to be completely completely honest, I think anytime you have a co- I mean, what are you going to do in a year? Like, you have to give a coach more time. I think if there's one thing, and use the Chargers as an example. I know there was a stat in this when when Staley got hired. I don't remember it right off the top of my head. Remember, it was X amount of coaches in X amount of years. That's an awful sign of an organization, right? And and I'm not saying everybody's got to be the Pittsburgh Steelers or everybody's got to be, but you got to give your coaches an opportunity to succeed and to fail. That's part of the process because uh, you know who knows? Maybe he comes back next season and decides there is a there's a balance to this. I don't need to be incredibly conservative, and I also don't need to be incredibly stupid, which is the word I would use. (laughs) Let me find that middle ground, and now all of a sudden they win 11 games next year. That's not unrealistic, right? Like They 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 should have won 11 games. They should have, right? They, They had a good enough season, good enough talent, an unbelievable young quarterback that they should be playing this weekend. They're not playing this weekend is... Kind of one of the bigger surprises just based upon where they were a couple of weeks ago. We can talk the, – the decisions that they made against Kansas City, I agree with you. I think it cost them the game. The decisions they made against the Raiders, I think, at the timeout at the end, I think cost them a tie, which ultimately cost them a spot in the playoffs. Remember they almost lost that Pittsburgh game, too, on yeah, Sunday Yeah, that, that's night another good example, was, too. Yep. The, the one that's unforgivable – is your team being unprepared to play the Houston Texans? Yep. That's the one that's that's unforgivable. The Texans were terrible. They weren't really even trying to to win a bunch of games. They're they're in some weird rebuild that only they understand, and they and, and they went out and put it on you. That that's mm-hmm. the one that I mean, you win that game. It doesn't matter what the Raiders did to you on on, on Sunday night. That's the one to me that kind of jumps out. Speaking of the Chargers and the Rams and and the Raiders. Uh, Amanda was our guest picker last week, right? Our boss, Amanda Brown, program director here at uh, 710, Amanda Brown. Nine points. Kind of baller. Game, the only game she missed was her her one-point game, the Chargers. Uh, the Raiders obviously got that one done. Um, I had a typical Travis week. I had two points. The only, the only game I got right were the consistent. Steelers. You're yeah, consistent. Very, very consistent. Very consistent. You did it again, Al. 
10 points. Perfect. Four for four, 10-point week for Alan Sliwa. You have 97 points. You're dusting the field. Uh, you're just pulling away. You just ran away with this. Um, I, I told you early on because the beginning of the season, you had uh, a couple W's, and let's just say you weren't uh, you weren't the classiest uh, amongst the win. You know what I mean? Like you never were, am, never you know, will you be. Were high stepping on the sidelines. I was up. stomping the Sliwa logo. You were stomping the Sliwa, Sliwa logo. It was. You're up 17 in the fourth quarter, and you know there's 18 seconds left, and you just kind of dribble it out. Uh-huh. You're pulling up for three. You're oh, yeah. pulling up from three. You're trying to say, well, I, I got some stats that I got to hit here. And then I hired a couple of bookies. Everything changed after that. Once I got the bookies, once the Palazzo Sportsbook <laughs> came nice into place, play, everything changed. Yeah, that's a good spot. Uh, okay, so here's my question. Regular season is over. You dominated. Do we roll it into – do we continue the points? Do we add points? Do we make the playoffs more valuable? Do we start over? Do we keep it the same way? As the winner, you get to decide. How would you like to proceed through the remainder of the postseason? Because we have you know, we have four weeks of football left, and we've we so got ha- lots of things to do. So how do we do this? We'll pick – again like we pick less games how does it work or we just no, still pick so, four games so this weekend we'll pick the four best games yep. or we could Next. open it up we could pick every playoff game we you know we could kind of we could kind of open it up or we could just do four again I, you're, you're I think, in charge of this now all right this is what i think we should do i think we should stay with pick four games okay okay and then once we get to okay well there's only Next two weekend, games left or whatever yeah games yeah it's okay we'll just pick those games as well uh-huh. okay and then, um, but I, I don't know how it's going to work when you get down towards the Super Bowl. Are we adding more points because it's the playoffs? Are we going to add, instead of having 4-3-2-1, we could have 8-6-4-2? I say stay 4-3-2-1, but we start over. Everyone's at zero. Okay. All right. That's a good Everyone's And then the Super Bowl, once we get into conference championship week, there's only two games. And Super yep. Bowl, obviously, there's only one. We'll find some prop bets to throw in there as well. Yeah. There's always, always plenty of prop bets. I say we have. reset it, and basically for – Winning the regular season it means nothing. We just right. did. This was March Madness. No, 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 this was college. This was no. It was literally college it, basketball. This is harder to do. It's a longer haul. You have to be more consistent. You won, and you won convincingly. I am not going to let you do the Sliwa ah, all shucks thing. That is a good win for you. You should uh, dance around on my logo for yep. for, for yeah. lapping. All the you field. have to do now is if you went zero for twenty in the season, is win your conference tournament. <laughs> you're good. You get to play with everybody That's else. True. Yeah, I'm going to be what is that? Like Wayne State or one of those schools that comes in there and starts knocking down shots. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, Do you like goldfish? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You you didn't seem to like when Emily and I were discussing it, we were both like, no, 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 let's break down the flavors and the colors and everything else. You seem like you're indifferent. This may not be the conversation for you. No, no, give give the backstory here. What's the backstory? The people that make goldfish. Not not the actual goldfish like Pepperidge Farm. (laughs) Pepperidge Farm. Little crackers. Little orange crackers. They're salty. They're cheesy. They're crunchy. They're delicious. And there's something that your mom probably put in your lunch when you're a kid and probably something you have a box of in your house right now. Well, they're going to have a new line called Goldfish Megabytes, okay, that are targeted towards adults. I don't know if they're bigger or – They're more... 50% bigger. That's what, okay. that's what the selling So just eat is. twice as many as the regular ones. Same, mm-hmm. same amount of goldfish going into Travis – Right, whether your goldfish is fifty percent bigger or I'm or I'm eating twice as many, I don't know why we have to adultify goldfish. I'll tell you why. You, I'll tell you, why. you want to know why? Yeah, 
Because we're talking about it. All they did was say, <laughs> hey, let's let's make these twice as big, and then all of a sudden this idiot Allen is going to start you know, giving his opinion of whether he thinks it's the right size, it's not the right size. Kind of a good little marketing tool. Do you um, want your Cheez-Its to come as the size of a license plate instead of the regular size now because you're an adult? I mean, eight-year-old Cheez-Its for Alan Slewa are still delicious as 30-something Slewa. I, I, I don't know what to tell you, but you know the, these, the goldfish are good. They're good, right? They are they're a middle-of-the-pack team. They're a middle-of-the-pack middle team. Right, they are right now. They're twenty-one and twenty. That's where that's where they are right now. Okay, but cheese its. I don't know what it is about. They're addicting. They're uh, like. It's, What's the it's, difference? They're both fried little cheesy salty things. They're both great. No, they taste different. They taste a little different. Goldfish. I gotta. I gotta vouch for the uh, flavor blasted goldfish. If you've never had flavor blasted goldfish, they will be become your new addiction. Why so are maybe don't try them. Why are Cheez-Its addicting? Like, why? Like, have you ever been able to say? Cheese. Well, let, let, let me say, like, if Salty, I cheesy, crunchy. Your next question. Okay, but no, but let's use <laughs> chips. Let's use chips as an example. If okay. I have a bag of Lay's. Yes, I I can only have so much. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna feel sick. Like I I, I it's not, I'm not gonna sit here just eating these chips all day long. I'm not gonna do that. Cheese it. Oh, I can sit here for even if I start feeling sick, I'm powering through it and saying no more, more. <laughs> well, first of all, speak for yourself on the potato chips. Don't put me in your I'm gonna stop eating potato chip camp because I'm not. If there's more bit chips in that bag, I'm gonna eat them along the way. I. Those little, those salty, cheesy, crunchy snacks, those don't have to be adultified. The thing you like, look, if you said to me, hey, yeah. Trav, you know what you really liked when you were nine? Cheetos. Yeah, I did. Guess who? I, guess what I like now that yeah, I'm not nine anymore? Snickers. Cheetos. And Snickers still sound pretty damn good. Absolutely. Skittles, all of that stuff, it's still really good. We don't need to adultify any of these things. Just make sure you keep making them. You keep putting them right by the register at the liquor store, the grocery store, Home yeah. Depot, everywhere else. Because I got a story for you. I, I got it. I, I want those things as I walk out. What do you got for me? You want me to tell them now, or you want me to yeah. kind of tease it and tell them when we come back? Uh, no, well, let's see. Yeah, That's a good tease. We'll put it there. Plus, uh, we got phone calls. We already got candy phone calls, snack phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. And plus, the uh, your, your, the Grim Reaper, Alan Sliwa, wants to fire people. We'll see whether or not the Raider guy gets to keep his job, his, his, uh, job as well. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710-ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Slee, what do you think we spend most of our time talking about? Do you think that it's the Lakers, the Dodgers, the Rams, or food? Um, Because of you, food. <laughs> Good. I'll take that. I'll take full ownership of that. You said you had a story about what to do with the snacks. Uh, okay, so growing up, this is very common here. Growing up, um, Middle Eastern family, right? They come to uh, the United States, and in at least the Middle Eastern culture, it was very common and still common. Um, liquor store is their business. 
You know, they they own a liquor store. They work at a liquor store. Eventually, maybe they get an opportunity. Now they own a second one and this, and that's that's how, uh, or it could be a gas station, whatever the case is. So sure. when, when I was growing up, my dad and my uncle owned a liquor store together. Okay. And anytime, <laughs> anytime I'd have like a buddy over or something like that, well, it was a full-on order. It's like, Dad, all right, um, three Kit Kats, uh, <laughs> get uh, Starburst. We're going to need these types of chips, a couple Gatorades. and Bottle of uh, wild turkey. And get, uh, <laughs> so my dad would just come home. First of all, he was like, bro, uh, you know, every once in a while, why don't you throw in a vegetable in there and a sit-up every, you know, throw one did of those he, in. Did he have a produce section at his liquor store that he was no, he trying didn't. to push yeah, it towards? No. no, he wasn't pushing towards the produce section. Um, but my, my, you know, my, my buddy would come over and, and there's a kid that just grew up right down the street. He was my best friend growing up and he's just, you know, a white kid. His name is Parker, coolest dude in the world. He has no idea what's going on. I'm like, yeah, just order. What are you getting? He's like, oh, I'll get a Kit Kat. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll get a baby Ruth and I'll get this. <laughs> My dad just come home with a bag, and it's just like it was Halloween, but with full candy-sized <laughs> full bars and everything yeah. else. None of this. This is chintzy, uh, fun-sized stuff. No. You're going king-sized Snickers at the Sliwa household. I just realized something. My that, dad was that, probably I, losing money at the liquor store because <laughs> of my orders. Did your dad have access to baseball cards? I mean, liquor store, it's where you'd go to get your baseball. When I was a kid, ride your bike to Rocky's Liquor in Pasadena. I'd get my baseball cards. I'd ride my bike back home, tear those things open. Did did Mr. Sliwa have a secret stash of tops 1994 that I could get you my know hands what? on? That's a, that's a very interesting question. So I have a couple. I had cards growing up. I had a couple boxes. I, I still actually remember. I think I still have a box or two that's unopened sitting up in wherever it's sitting. Let's and go. I, I think come on over. We're going to open a few beers and we're going to open those cards and I'm going to have the time of my life. That's happening. Um, by the way, I think I have 39 Jerome Kersey jer- uh, <laughs> cards. I don't know why. I'd always get Jerome Kersey. Okay. Yeah. I think Terry Porter was always on there as well. Why the Blazers? Did he? Have, I, I don't know. Was his supplier in Portland? <laughs> Well, I think a couple Sean Kemp's, you know, whatever it was, right? But I can't remember. I can't remember if I got those from him or not. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear more driven. Let's go to Ventura and Christian. Christian, you are on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Christian? Hey, how you doing, guys? I want to weigh in on this uh, snack issue we got going on here. Um, As an adult, when you're, you know, as a a kid, my parents didn't really buy a lot of snacks. So as an adult with money... I go ham. You know, I'm walking <laughs> through the line. I see pudding, banana pudding, you know, chocolate pudding, uh, jello fruit cups. All that stuff is amazing to me as an adult. You know, um, it, you know, with wine, Lunchables, they're quick, easy charcuterie, you know. <laughs> it, it, it works. <laughs> if you're ever in a pinch, you just get, you know, buy a couple of Lunchables. You don't have to buy, you know, whatever. It's ham. It's got the, the cracker and the cheese. It's all you need. Um, and then if you're doing cheese, it's like you guys are talking about. The extra toasted ones last oh, yeah. forever. I had them for oh. like two months. For like two months. And we, we opened up. We found them in the back of the, the cupboard. And they were still perfect. They were still yeah. fine. I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. So, They're well, useful. Yeah, also, they taste good. They're toasty. Yeah, I mean, there's it, it, a little bit of everything there, Christian. Well, for, first great. of all, th- thank you for the call, Christian. Um, I don't have a box of snacks that last two days, much less two months in the back of a cabinet. So I'll just take his word for that. Um 
The Oscar Mayer charcuterie slash lunchable play is pretty interesting. Okay, here I'm going to set the scene for you. Hey, Sleek, come on over today. We'll we'll, we'll watch the game and uh, we'll hang out a little bit and 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 you know I'll, I'll give you something to eat. And you come over and on my little kitchen island in the middle of my kitchen is some lunchable crackers and cheese and ham slices. You calling me out for that or not? No, I would just uh, I'd hundred percent judge you. Hundred percent. You go I home would, and tell Lady Slee he he gave me a lunchable. I'd Travis probably lunchable. I'd probably not eat it. No, I'd eat it. I'd take it down. <laughs> I, I do like that, okay. he, that he does wine with them. I'd make little <laughs> sandwiches. You know, try to that's just, lunchables are great. It's fantastic. All right, uh, we were talking about you wanting to fire everyone. Uh, Rich Basaccia gets to stay, right? He, he he gets to stay in Vegas now that he got them in the playoffs because. He did something that no one has done on that team since Jack Del Rio did it. John Gruden never got this team into the playoffs. The Raiders, this is their second playoff trip yeah. since they went to the Super Bowl against Keyshawn and the Bucks back in 2002. Wow. It's been a minute. That's just wow. two playoff appearances. And he had his hands on the wheel. Over Look, they had to win four games in a row at the end of the season to get in. They won those four games in a row by a collective 12 points. That's a pretty good presentation to your boss as to why you should keep your job. So uh, it's funny because when this was all happening, I was more having the conversation like, you know, give, give this guy a second. I mean, they're having a little bit of success. Maybe, you know, sometimes it's the unexpected. When you go out and try to go, we got to go big game hunting. We got to go get that big time name to come coach our football program or, you know, our uh, our franchise, whatever the case is. I understand it. Uh, the, ultimately, I, I think at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be a big name. Just somebody getting results, and I, I think is this not is kind of results, though. I mean, it seems to me that he got into the playoffs. He won some. T- he won tough games, by the way. Winning in Indianapolis was a big win. Winning in uh, the, the way that they did against Cleveland was a big win. And then you know, Sunday night speaks for itself. So th- that's the point that I'm making is that I, I don't think you always have to have. Let's use the Raiders as an example. They went out and got a name. It was Gruden, right? They gave him a 10-year contract. Um, I think that had more to do with the name and the history than it did with are you a good person and a good fit for this franchise right now and are you going to help build a winning culture and everything else? You don't have to go get a big name to go accomplish that goal. And I'm not – Trevor was – remember last week we were talking about it, um, the Harbaugh conversation. Hey, well, listen, if Harbaugh is available, like, it was great what this guy did. Let's move him to the side. Harbaugh is going to come in. I heard Ireland talking about it with Mason, who is a Raider fan, that um, it doesn't it doesn't sound like there were a lot of people saying, yeah, Bisaccia is the guy. Like, this is the guy that's going to be here. I think he's 100% should be in consideration for the job, and I don't care that he's not a name. That's okay. Are you getting results or not? They won four games in a row to get to the playoffs. They're now in the playoffs. Maybe this game against Cincinnati will determine it. Maybe the game against the Bengals, if it's a close game and they fought like hell and their season ended 27-24 on the road, maybe that helps them. Maybe if they're blown out, it goes the other way. Or maybe if they win the game, now all of a sudden is, well, what are we going to look like if we go out there and try to get a new coach who won five games in a row in the NFL, won us a playoff game as well, and you know the history of the Raiders, this is not a common feat. So with that in mind, I think uh, 
I think it's a very interesting, and, and he should be a serious candidate. You need to know what you're going to do before a game is going to swing you one way or the other. I remember when SC was like, should we fire Clay Helton, should we not? And then it's like you're waiting for the next game to decide. Have an idea. I'm going to go back to what the Rams did when they first came back to L.A. They had Jeff Fisher as their head coach, and they wanted someone that had been through a relocation before. Jeff Fisher was the head coach of the Houston Oilers when they relocated to Nashville and became the Tennessee Titans. He knows what that entails. So to have him with his hand on the wheel during that transition, fine. I I, I get it. So you get through the transition, but it was very clear that team was not going anywhere. They weren't good. They weren't going to go to the playoffs. They didn't have a ton of uh, spark or or energy. Then they go into the process. Was there anybody – unless you're like deep Adam Schefter insider level guy that was real familiar with who Sean McVay was? I don't think the answer – I think the answer is pretty obvious. No. Right? Yeah. There weren't people saying, you know who they should go? They should go get the offensive coordinator from Washington. Bring Sean McVay in. Sean McVay, he's 30 years old. He's a wonderkind. Bring him in. No. But Les Snead knew what he was doing. He knew that the guy that he wanted. He and the, the, the Rams brass, they went through the process, brought him in and said, you know what, that's the right guy for the job. When they hired him, everybody went, who? How old is he? What? It was exactly the right guy for the job. That that's what they need to do. That the, every team, not just exclusive to the Raiders, but Couldn't every agree more. team needs to go through the process of we don't like what we have. Let's start looking around. I've identified these two guys, four guys, ten guys, however many guys it is, and bring them in and see what they look like. Bring them in and talk to them about their philosophies. Bring them in and see what their players' reactions are to them and go through it that. that. Not just, oh, hey, John Gruden's a big name. He's good. Let's give him 10 minutes. That was a terrible decision, and it was a disaster. It's a name, but it didn't work. Let me give you a good example. SC, Lincoln Riley's a big name, but he's the right coach. You know, there's there's a combination Mm -hmm. of the two. Listen, if if there's the right coach who just happens to be a really big name as well, fantastic, great. But don't let that determine who you're hiring. Well, is this a popular guy? Uh, what will the media say or what will the fan base say if we hire this guy? They might like him in the beginning, but if he's not getting results, you just kind of you're, you're running in circles. And you know, obviously, the, the Raiders are going to have some decisions to make on that. All right, so we got some people that want to weigh in on their snacks on Twitter. This this is important because we're talking about snacks you liked as a kid that you like as an adult. There's a whole nother lane too, Slee, a whole nother kid snack lane that we need to break down. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
All right, congratulations to Luis Vasquez from Venice Beach. He is the winner of the Genesis Invitational tickets. Al, he and a friend can go on out and watch that tournament, and they are entered into the contest to try to win a chance to go play Riviera. Dream foursome with Team ESPN LA. Not a bad prize. Congratulations uh, to Luis Vasquez of Venice Beach. We've been giving away some pretty damn good prizes. I'll say we've got Lakers Station's coming up been on coming Thursday. Through here, yeah, yeah, and the the look, Lakers are having kind of a middling season, right? It is still such a great day or night or what? It's just yeah. going to a game, and this is, can I be super cheesy for a second? Sure, it's still awesome. Every mm-hmm. time I walk in, this Emily hears me say this every time, and I can almost feel like she starts to roll her eyes at me. Like every time I sit down at the set, I'm like, this place is bonkers every time i walk into one of those rams games i'm blown away by it same thing with the lakers they've been okay. at staples slash crypto for 20 years it's still awesome well it's not even just that i mean we're in the middle of this run with lebron you know like we're in the middle of this he's having the type of season where it is must watch tv and there's a lot of times that it's also the matchup they had trey young if you remember on friday right they had john ja morant on sunday it's really, really cool to see some of these other squads in the NBA that got young players or even some of the veteran teams. And, oh, yeah, LeBron's playing in each one of these. Yeah, it, it's not he's – still, he's, still, he's still that guy. He's just ridiculous. All right, a couple of tweets here. Uh, this is from Josh Bentram. He says, I've never eaten at Arby's. My hero, Travis Rogers. It's not like a political stance or anything. I just never have – it's never lined up right. Like every time I've wanted something, there's been another option, and I've gone another way. So I don't know, Josh. It's just not my thing. There's they Jacob. Have, uh, they have good curly fries. That's that, what I've been that told. Part is yeah. Everybody is on the curly fries, so maybe that'll be my entry point. Uh, Jacob in the OC. I'm not telling you you have to try Arby's, and I appreciate your streak, but. How is it you, as a fast food connoisseur, never ended up at Arby's? It seems so improbable. The impossible happened. Needs its own Vin Scully observation. Is there one, Al, that you've never been? I mean, never been. Ne- never stopped to get a Coke. Never stopped to pick up the fries, a sandwich, or anything. Is there? Do you have one of those? Um, I haven't been to a... But I've been before. I haven't been to a Del Taco in, I don't know, 15 years. I haven't been to a Taco Bell in forever. But really? It is, but it doesn't mean that I haven't been there. It's just I right. haven't been there any time recently. You need to go out and have 14 beers, and then you'll end up at Taco Bell. That's that's the that's the formula for doing that. That's that's fine. It's 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 the way that it goes. Uh, Paul Velasquez writes in <laughs> In true fat guy fashion, I'm cooking some hot dogs to eat while I'm grilling burgers. Inspired by Travis, stop this man, Alan Sliwa. He, you, uh, Paul's you asking inspired. for an intervention. You inspired a lot of people, man. You inspired a lot of people. It's the perfect appetizer. You got the burgers on, the chicken, maybe you got some steaks, maybe you're grilling some salmon. Just throw a couple of hot dogs on that top rack. They'll warm up nice while the rest of it's cooking. It's a perfect way to start your day. Can I tell you, you know how we were, uh, and now that you kind of talk food here, and we, we got all these games coming up this weekend, so there'll be a mix of all that. You know, you obviously got to have a good food set up for the weekend and everything else. Can I tell you, I'm looking at these matchups. I just go to the NFL schedule. I... I I, I, I don't know when I've been this excited about the NFL. Every game is a good game. 
Every game's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Philly-Tampa one doesn't That's really fine. That's okay. get me cranked up, but the rest of them are pretty darn good. Okay, but let, let's just say this. If Philly-Tampa is the worst game, you're watching Tom Brady. Like, that's that's the worst game on the schedule is you're watching the not greatest because of, Tom, it, of because all it's, time? I just really get a sense it's not going to be a particularly close game. Every The other, what are there? There are, how many we got? We got six games, right? The other five, I think anything's in play. I don't think there's anything out of – maybe the Steelers would be a bit of an upset, but I feel like the rest of those games are going to be pretty competitive, Al. I, the, the Rams and, and the Cards, okay. I don't know. They played me, each other me, twice. Let me, just, split. Let, let me go down the list. Let me go down the list, right? You got Vegas, Cincinnati, okay? So Raiders and uh, Cincinnati. I, I, I don't know if this is going to end up being a close game or not. It's not like Cincinnati is this unstoppable team. That's certainly not the case. Raiders are on a four-game winning streak. It's a 130 game on Saturday. That's all I care about is that 130. There's a game on Saturday. <laughs> you got Patriots and Buffalo at 5:15 on a Saturday night. Sunday, Philly and Tampa. I agree with you. That's probably going to be the worst of the games. San Francisco and Dallas after that. Pittsburgh and KC and then Arizona and LA. What are we doing here? By the way, I I'll have a, a Jason Kelsey jersey on for Philly. I will go Debo Samuel for the San Francisco 49ers because we need one of those two teams to win. Mm-hmm. If the Rams take care of their business against the Cards, then either San Francisco or Philly goes to Green Bay. That so you, mm. if you're a Rams fan, you, you don't be looking at it. Doesn't really, ah, it, it matters a great deal. Yeah, it does. If Philly wins. They go to Green Bay. If San Francisco wins, they go to Green Bay. The only situation that has the Rams round two in Green Bay is if all the Tampa top seeds win. Dallas, yeah. Right? If yeah. the top seeds win, then you just, you know, obviously one plays four, two plays three, right on down the line. But that you, you need to be a Philly fan this weekend if you're a Rams fan. You need to, as hard as it is, you need to be a San Francisco 49er fan this weekend if you are a Rams fan to take them out. So this is why, you know, Sunday, when you and I were having the conversation yesterday, that's why that game was so big is now you're, now you're looking for help. Now you want – you know how you said that – you were saying that making this case yesterday, you were talking about how eventually you're going to have to play the Packers. Eventually you're going to have to play at Lambeau. You're going to have to play these teams anyways. But you and I, you know, one of the cases I was trying to make why it was so key on Sunday, why you can't blow that 17 nothing lead, why you have to make those decisions to go for the win, is kind of a scenario like this. They could potentially back in, like you said. If San Francisco beat Dallas this weekend, you surprised? No. I'm not that surprised at no. all. No, I wouldn't be. So, I, mean, I mean, surprised, yeah, but I mean, not blown away surprised. I, actually, I, I don't even think I'd be surprised. I, 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 I think it's going to be a good game. Let's San put it that Francisco way. I think it's going to be a close looks game. like a different team against the Rams than they do everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, if you watch them play some of their other games this season, I don't, they're not a bad team. But they don't. The way they look against the Rams, I don't know how they ever lose a game. But that style <laughs> of football in the playoffs—that's the pedigree. That's the yeah, pedigree. That's you true. know that kind of that smash mouth football, hold possession for eight to ten minutes on a drive. But the the, the reason why I bring that up is because it, they could back into potentially avoiding the Packers, but they would have avoided the Packers. If they had a taken, you know, obviously taking care of business on Sunday, or at least postponed it. You're right, postponed yeah, it. That's right, postponed it. That's the way. Yeah, it goes through Green Bay unless somebody does you a favor. But I, I'm with you. Better, better late than than early. Here, here's a question. You, when you said something, you're talking about the schedule. Yep. One thirty on Saturday is the first playoff game. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, do you plan the menu accordingly? Like, do you have do do you, 
the the two Saturday games, you get a lunch game, you get a dinner game. Yep. Is the menu like? Are, is there a build? Does lunch connect to dinner? And does Saturday connect to Sunday? And by the time you get through three games on Sunday and you have the Monday night game, SoFi Stadium, are you back to like midweek work stuff? Are you having your fish and your vegetables? The weekend is over. Is your tailgate from Monday night a little different? These are the questions that keep me up at night. Saturday, first of all, you know, it's shot for me. Lakers are in Denver. So they got the they got the Saturday. You should night call game. in sick and watch football. <laughs> I can't. I did that. I did that three times last week and still did the show. So now they're going to be like, "Well, if you can get through it, then you can get through it now." Uh, but Sunday, Sunday's an interesting one. Sunday, the ten a.m., the one thirty, the five fifteen. That's going to be interesting. How you? I'm not a. I, I'm not a. I'm going to eat big in breakfast and then eat big in lunch and then I'm going all in on dinner. Breakfast I'm, burritos I'm gonna, for 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 a game for the ten o'clock game on Sunday, right? Load them up with your bacon, your sausage, your potatoes, chorizo, whatever whatever you want to put in there. Then just go wings and, and and nachos at lunch, and then at night you could go like steaks and burgers and dogs. Just just go nuts for one day, and then you can dial it back down on Monday for the Rams and 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 Cardinals. You can do yeah, just, some know, grilled eat, salmon and steamed don't eat vegetables. Till Tuesday. Don't eat till Tuesday. <laughs> no, I never skip a meal. That's it could could kill a man. You it's need true. to muscle through these things. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Al, I want to read you a quote from Mike Tomlin, head coach of the Steelers, who's been the head coach of the Steelers since 1953, if my research is correct. He's yes. been there a very long time yep. and continues to have nothing but winning seasons. It's it's pretty remarkable. He was asked if he watched the Raiders and the Chargers, and he mm-hmm. said, I dozed off. I knew I had a workday waiting on me, and I assumed that I had a workday waiting on me. I think at one point the Raiders were up 15, and that number made you feel somewhat comfortable. I'm probably better off not having watched it. Would you rather watch the thing that's going to determine your outcome or just stick your head in the sand and pretend, I, I, I have no control over this, I can't stand to watch it? Something like that, like Tomlin's situation. Oh, I, there's been Laker games in the past, you know, growing up where I'm like, I can't watch it. I, I cannot watch a game. I'm too nervous to watch this freaking game. Jerry West used to leave when he was the GM. That's right. He'd That's leave. Right. He mm-hmm. would be getting his car and go drive around the city because he couldn't stand it anymore. What was it? Uh, wasn't it? Um, uh, I'm forgetting his name. The A's. Uh, Billy Bean, right? Yeah. Uh, what, wasn't it? At least for the movie, the Moneyball movie, right? Wasn't it Brad Pitt who would go do a workout or he'd go do uh-huh. he would do anything other than watch the game cuz he was too nervous. I get it. I kind of understand. I mean, Tomlin's situation Raiders went up 15. No way this is going to end up in a tie. And then next thing you know, they're in overtime. I think in this situation I could watch it because the odds look, 
the NFL has 272 games, okay? Yeah. You know yeah. how many of them ended in a tie this season? One. One. Yeah. The, the odds of getting a tie are really, really incredibly low. It almost so happened would, in the final I, two games. No, I would be okay watching that, but if yeah. I knew that I had to win or lose, like I needed just I need the Raiders to win to get in. I don't think I could watch it. I, I would be. Why did he call that play? Why did he, I, I? I just I couldn't do it. Uh, you 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 mentioned something. I have a pet peeve. Can I get this off my chest? Sure. You mentioned the movie Moneyball. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I would never say that I know Billy Bean, but I've met Billy Bean a few times and I like him. Okay. So I like the movie. I like Brad Pitt. I love the book by Michael Lewis. All of those things. So we're, I've stipulated my affection for the story. The movie, the movie leaves out, hey, the money ball, it works, right? You know, David Justice, home run, Scott, uh, Barry Zito, Tim Hudson, mm. and Mark Mulder were the three best pitchers in the American League. Uh, that may have had something to do with the fact that they won 20 games in a row as much as they'd made Scott Hatterberg a first baseman. Can we at least throw That's in awesome. the fact that they had why, the three why, why best would they leave that out? The, I why don't know. I keep wait, I'm watching this movie like um, they had the Cy Young Award winner and two other All Stars in their rotation. We're going to mention this at some point, right? This is going to be mentioned. Uh, who at some needs point, pitching? Right? Give me an example where <laughs> pitching is important. I, I it's just to, to this day you're flipping around, right? You see Moneyball, and I'm like, oh, it's a good movie. I like it. And then I'm like, oh, right. Zito, Mulder, and Hudson never get mentioned in this movie. Drives me crazy every single time. Uh, Amazon is discussing adding Marshawn Lynch to their Thursday night football crew uh, that already has Al Michaels on it. You ready for some Marshawn Lynch on your Thursday night football, Slee? Are you kidding me? I would take. Here's the only thing that bothers me is that it's Amazon. You know what I mean? That this is now we're going back to. You remember that time? Yo, where, this is a Bezos thing for you. Do you remember I almost that time? Forgot. You remember that time where Bezos <laughs> pretended to go to space? You and hate then him. Within Who do the you same, hate more? Within Guys the same that go day, for it on fourth down or Bezos? <laughs> no, what I do, It's not that I hate these people, but to say you went to space and in the same day you cannot say you're going to space and then in the same day. You know, take your car through a car wash like that. That can't happen all in the same twenty-four hour period. It <laughs> happened in like, how long was he up there for? Twelve minutes, yeah, something like that. All right, but I do love the Marshawn Lynch. Who who does not love Marshawn Lynch? Okay, uh, I'll take that all day long. Forgive me, Marshawn, for jumping to this, but I, I Marshawn would bring a certain buzz that I don't think a lot of typical broadcasters would yeah. and maybe some language that maybe some certain broadcasters would unapologetic wouldn't. himself you know do you want a lane like let, maybe it's on Amazon and a streaming service maybe it's an alternate broadcast like the Manning cast or whatever yep. would you like to see a lane where guys can use four letter words when they're calling the game like holy blank did you see that interception from <laughs> Jalen Ramsey are you bleeping kidding me but actually put the words in there would you like that Less the broadcasters, more the players and the coaches. Like I, I think more of that to me would be interesting, would be more entertaining. They're actually on the field. They're feeling a certain emotion. If uh, you know a broadcaster is dropping the F-bomb, I don't think that's going to like change it for me either way. But if I can hear a player, Tom Brady, cursing out the other team, that's, that's pretty, pretty damn good. cool. Uh, I, I'd sign up for that. All right. Um, you watched the national championship game last night. Yep. Um, I don't have a better question for this, but what's what's up with Andrew Luck? What's going on there? <laughs> he looks a little different than he used to when he was a player. I actually. <laughs> I like that. I, you know, uh, 
Well, you read a you, you you read off a tweet to me earlier. What were some of the tweets? What were people? How were they well, describing him? I saw because they're really kids, good descriptions. One of my kids showed me a meme last night with Andrew Luck. It goes, "It looks like he's now running a local microbrew where he tells you to try the IPA. It's huh? a lot more fun on your palate." <laughs> That's perfect. That's a. Unbelievable description. It's he looks like he's enjoying his life. Good for him. I mean, looks he like he look could like an be NFL player anymore. Looks like he could be up in Northern California as well. Like um, maybe uh, one of those, uh, like the Yosemite Park or something. Just kind of checking off. Like, okay, did you pay for your parking? One of those <laughs> park ranger. Yeah. Well, he ranger looked, actually. He looked like a, a Civil War general when he was playing for the Colts. The 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 True. dispatches from the battlefield were always. Pretty great. Um, 76ers looking to package Tobias Harris and Ben yep. Simmons in a trade. Can you believe we're, we're January 11th and Ben mm-hmm. Simmons still has not played this season? That's bizarre. Bizarre. And uh, can you imagine? I, I know Michael and I were talking about it last week. Lakers were playing the Hawks, and there were some rumors about the Hawks and the Sixers doing some type of a deal. It's just funny to me if he ends up in the Eastern Conference with like a team like the Hawks and he has to go back to Philly and play a couple times a year as well. That's what I'm waiting for. At this point, I'm get sure the, the dude. Philly fans will treat him with a great deal of respect upon his return. You think they'll do a uh, a video for him? Like, a video uh, montage? Yeah, just like something, you know? Uh, yeah, him not going to the basket. Him Can you imagine if they did that, if they did a montage of like the times he wouldn't shoot, the times that he wouldn't shoot a three? If, Anybody would do it. Philly. It would be Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia. Yeah. I, I, it, look, you've said it's not this a bad before. idea either. I mean, he kind of turned his back <laughs> on the team. He felt like the organization turned their back on him. Never have two sides who both had a ton to lose and a ton to gain handled something worse than the yeah, Sixers and I Ben know. Simmons have handled this together. Everybody's wrong. It's it's pretty rare where everybody gets it wrong. Well, and, and here's the funny thing too. I think as us just consumers, no no affiliation with Philly, even all of us are like exhausted. Like, bro, trade the guy. Like, can everybody move on? Yeah, no. no <laughs> We'd rather rot, not. and I'd rather never play basketball again. How do people find the pod, Slee? ESPN app or on iTunes. Just search the Travis and Sleeva Show. Catch the full three hours Monday through Friday. I can't wait to see what other foods we get into, and there's a very special birthday for you tomorrow, Slee, that we're going to talk about. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. We'll see you then.